last left off, the party uh, had met with Arkhan the Cruel, who promised that uh, once he was done with the dial, he would return it to them to get back to Mordenkainen if they helped him expedite the process by seeking out something that Bell, former archdevil of the plane, of, or of the level of hell of Avernus, had in his possession. The party made their way towards uh, Bell's forge, best they could, and partway there uh, took rest for the night, as, as they had been travelling a lot that day. So, what would folks like to do with their rest time? Um, well, so, a bunch of us were in, like, the machine, and then, like, uh, Conrad has been riding along on a little motorbike, right? Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh... Okay, uh, actually, where have we stopped for the night? Where are we having our rest? Uh, so it's, it's in one of the, uh, it's in hell, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yes. But it's, uh, you can see, let's see what, um, who, someone roll me a d20. I'll roll it, because I asked. Fifteen! Fifteen. So... So... Uh, you can see in about the middle distance um, what appears to be a... Uh, a maze-like forest of warped trees and bone-like vines uh, stretching out for who knows how long. Uh, calcified corpses, you can see, have merged with the trees um, that you can see, covered in fungal pods that appear to feed on the blood oozing through the undergrowth. Here and there, um, narrow paths appear to wend deeper into the wood. So that's probably about 500 feet away. So in in view, but a decent distance away. From where we are, which is just like pulled off the side of the road or something. Yeah. CV is going to look at uh, Mordenkainen 2.0 and it, she's going to be like, uh, sorry, sorry, Mordenkainen. Um, is there a reason we are parked near the wood full of corpses? Because this was where we happened to be when we stopped travel. It's, we're not going to have, uh, much more pleasant, uh, views elsewhere. Right. 
Right, I was just, um, see, mostly I was just hoping you weren't about to tell us that we were spending the night in the hoods, because um, this particular set of hoods, um, you know, uh, I don't say this about a lot of things, but if you, Mordenkainen, know a lot about, uh, oh no, you, you have all of Mordenkainen Prime's memories, correct? Yes. Okay, then you would understand that I am not saying this lightly, but this would would make me uh, nostalgic for Barovia. Beatrice sort of <clears throat> wanders past on her way to sort of set up camp and goes, uh, Stevia does not like dead bodies, and then just keeps walking. I mean, I don't know anyone who particularly cherishes them. Understood. Um, are you in a position where are we? Are we in a position that makes you uncomfortable? I mean, we're in hell. Are we in a position um, that will make you more uncomfortable than in other positions? Uh, uh, as you said, Conrad, who is probably cool. going to like adjust his bite just snorts when Mordenkind says that but says nothing else. Yes, can we perhaps move like a kilometre away from this extremely creepy forest? No, I, I, I mean, we can just face the other direction. What if we, what if we uh, pull the machine thing around and we just put it in between us and the forest and there you go you cannot see far oh, I, I mean, hate still knowing that it's there I know and fall and Sevia does like reach over and like grab fall's hand to hold mm -hmm. and she's like I would normally very much want to move somewhere else my only issue is that if I spend one more minute in that infernal machine I will pass out from heat stroke i cannot handle it in there at the moment oh. that is very fair i guess we'll, we'll have to do um we'll have to kind of distract from that creepy forest over there and just not look at it i suppose yes well that's all right you're you're very good at distractions yes um yes yes i would say so good then you can keep me distracted it'll be great and then Sevia immediately realizes the double entendre she has just said and looks straight up at the sky <laughs> rather than look at any living person. Smooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, um, all right, let's uh let's get those uh do we have tents and such? I assume so. Uh Full probably doesn't. <laughs> In bird, but yeah, whatever form of sleep. Probably yeah. don't have tents. Because if we had them in um the tomb, they would have deteriorated. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, the simulacrum of Mordenkainen will say, "I do have uh the ability to cast uh to summon the mansion if we want." However, 
That's your simulacrum. I cannot regain spell slots. And have used all of my other... Uh, all of my other exertions uh, of magic that would allow me to cast the mansion again. So... We could have the mansion, but it would be a one-time thing. Well, don't, um, don't worry yourself with that one. Um, I actually think Sevia starts rifling through her little book, much like I am right now. Um, I might have something that can assist with this. Just give me one moment. Yes, no, um, I have something I can do uh, instead. Actually, oh, goodness, I, this would have been so useful uh, in a lot of situations. Um, anyway, I can set up a, a, a private sanctum of sorts for us, sir. Um, just recall, as I, I am deeply familiar with that spell, having invented it, um, that that will not necessarily create a uh, physical protection. However, if you have in your spellbook Lemon's Tiny Hut... Well, no, because when I was picking spells, I, I sort of thought the private sanctum would be more assistful. Um, uh, well, if it makes just uh, beds and stuff, that would be useful. And then you could um, you could use that that alarm kind of spell, couldn't you? If you can do it yes. once. The sanctum doesn't well, yes. make beds, person. Oh, so it it magically protects an area. Does not protect us from uh, the sound. Cannot pass through the barrier at the edge of the watered area. The barrier of the watered area appears dark and foggy, uh, preventing vision through it. Uh, sensors created by divination spells can't appear inside the protected area or pass through the air barrier perimeters. Creatures in the area can't be targeted by divination spells. Nothing can teleport into or out of the watered area, and planar travel is blocked within the planar area. However, it doesn't prevent anything from stumbling upon us. Oh, well, that's, um, it's a, it sounds like a good extra line of defense. Yes, I can, I can set it up anyway and we can sort out, uh, beds later. She looks very put out that she has made a mistake in front of Mordenkainen. Oh no! <laughs> Falls um, very much trying to be like, no, your spell sounds cool, Savior. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Yep. If we can, so. if we can get materials, then I do have Fabricate prepared and could create things like bedrolls and tents. However, we would need the materials first. I mean, we have just roughed it before. 
sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I will say as background word picture, what while this entire conversation about bedding has been going on, Conrad has um, settled down next to his motorbike and he's gotten out like his little uh, like hammer he has from his thieves toolkit. He's just been just started just like banging, like try and bang some bits and back into place. So it's like this incredibly loud, obnoxious noise is now starting to filter through this entire conversation. <laughs> um, and um, so, yeah, it's just bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so yeah. Something's come loose and he's just try trying to maintain it in a similar way to, I think, how he was like, yeah, all right, Excel, I'll, I'll hit you. Sure, let's go. <laughs> One time. So, yeah, this is a fun thing in the background of this conversation. Yeah, Beatrice is just sort of plopped down <clears throat> next to the big uh, machine and is like propped up against it, just doing nothing. Is sitting there, <clears throat> probably probably sharpening something, just ignoring what's going on. Valid. <laughs> Should I just cast the mansion and we can make that our second priority for tomorrow, finding somewhere to get supplies? No, 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 no. I do not want you using spell slots that we may need later on. We are in hell again, so it's fine. We slept on the floor of the forest many a time in Barovia, and we slept on things that were exceptionally more goopy than this dirt uh, in Eberron. So I think we shall be fine. I'll just set up a little alarm and we'll be all good. Just be aware, as a simulacrum, I also do not um, recover from injuries at rest, as you folks do. So it would, uh, if I, I may not be around to use those spell slots, if if we should come into con combat. This was not laid out when we met you, sir. Can you be healed magically? Yes. Though the then process you'll be fine. is expensive. What? <laughs> I, I am a construct. I cannot be healed through um, typical uh, healing spells, though our chemical admixtures can repair me. It's so much like Exley's friends that he makes. And Exley! Yes, but Exley, we can heal. We can't anymore, can we? <laughs> Well, no, not <laughs> from here. <laughs> 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 um, yes, well, I guess uh, that's good to know, Morkainen, too. Um, we will try to keep you out of the thick of combat, then. It's appreciated. Although, as my, my progenitor said, if you need me replaced, then you can simply return to his tower. 
I suppose so. You seem to have accepted this weird situation very easily. Right then, let's find a nice patch of um, ground. Yes, we can have a nice little patch of dirt and we'll eat our little rations and then we'll be good to sleep. Um, I will, I will set up an alarm first though, just, just in case. And she looks warily at the goopy body woods. It's just like, <laughs> and then we'll set about setting up a little alarm. Um, and so I take it, so you're casting private sanctum as well? Because it is, it is good project, it is good protection. It's just that it's not that, it's not. It's, it's just, it's not physical protection. Yeah. 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 So uh, people, people won't see, like, people won't be able to see you. They'll be able to see this kind of um, nondescript area. Um, okay, the, yeah, she will. Um, but they'll only. Can she find you they'll only actually see you if they kind of go like oh what's going on there in that weird area and actually go into it yeah okay can she set up both at the same time or is this going to take 20 minutes uh and um are you using a spell how long does private sanctum take cast 10 or minutes and a spell slot 10 minutes and a spell slot it's it not would, ritual. It would take 10 minutes for each, so 20 minutes total. Okay, cool. Well, there goes Sylvia for 20 minutes, <laughs> just walking in a circle, and she's just muttering with her little bit of silver string and a bell. And anyone, probably when she, like, scooches around Conrad in his bike and then, like, scooches all the way around the... um uh infernal machine that beatrice is leaning on they would hear mixtures of like her normal arcane words and also occasionally just being like private sanctum well what good's a private sanctum if it can't even make any walls or beds i'm going to make an even better private sanctum and it's going to have beds watch just you watch one day <laughs> she goes about with it there we go that's what she and does. Sylvia walks minutes. past and mutters that Conrad then looks, turns around, looks directly at Beatrice and just quirks one eyebrow. Beatrice sort of smirks back at Conrad. <laughs> he kind of like grins back at her and then goes back to um checking out the bike. Um oh actually he will also then after a little after a little bit a few moments, he will um realize what CV is doing in in like retrospect and go. Ah, uh, and then he'll um, kind of put down the hammer, and then kind of like um, uh, reach into like the tiny, tiny pocket of his little little leather pants, um, and takes out like the little chunk of the heart of sorrow that he had, and he kind of like closes his eyes and just focuses on it, and with a lot more like just instead of that sudden burst of energy, with a lot more focus, the sort of like black sort of shape kind of like swirls in front of him and kind of coalesces into um uh, the shadow spawn which he summons um like ah good xv go check out the, go check out the forest make sure nothing's going to come after us before she finishes that spell she's going to take at least just be quick 
and he'll just send it off to go and have a look. I need to investigate. If you find anything good, bring it back to me. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess roll have have the Shadowspawn roll an investigation check. It's <laughs> unlikely, but who knows? All right. <laughs> who knows? I might get a nat 20. Um, I'll yeah. just get its little, little stats up. So what's investigation? That's intelligence. Oh, it's it's very intelligent. <laughs> uh, um uh yeah, no, so that's like a nine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it, do, mean, it does, as you say, it doesn't find anything interesting, though. Like, yeah, well, that, that, that yeah. Korok hard like squints back over the perimeter and like, doesn't see anything running after him. He's like, well, you did what I wanted you to. Good boy. Come sit by me. I've got to, I've got to figure out how this thing works. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> um, I think a fool will approach him. Uh kind of a little bit cautious around the uh, shadow spawn and be like um oh you seem to have uh, you seem to be very uh, skilled at uh, that that magic there uh current kind of like uh halts and puts down the hammer and then like looks around at um fall and kind of like just twists his body around to face him like oh um yes it uh seems to come naturally i suppose not very hard of course mm. But yes, uh, more finesse, I suppose. Practice makes perfect and all that. Uh, yes, definitely. It's, it's quite impressive. And I suppose there has been rather a lot of need for practice lately and in the face of all the danger. Yes, uh, rather. He looks over the shadow spawn again and it kind of just like makes a horrible kind of like weird body misshape kind of shape and then snaps back into place. And he just looks back up at fall. Yes, well, you have to adapt to survive. After all, <laughs> sort of the constant story of, um, well, all of our time together so far. Yes, it very much is. Uh, speaking of which, how, how exactly are you doing with this whole extra hell-oriented quest that we're in now? Ah, uh, oh, well, um... Mm. Uh, he kind of like um, like draws one leg up and just kind of like leans out against it jauntily. Um, like it's um interesting. I didn't believe half of it. Uh, it was all strange things, really. Um, when we went to Barovia, and now things continue to be stranger and stranger. I. The idea of being in hell is a sort of a strange, much like everything else here, it's some sort of strange dream that I cannot wake up from. So it is something that I suppose is, um, uh, how does one say in common, suspension of disbelief, belief? Yes, you get yes. to my meaning. Yes, absolutely. That's entirely correct. Just sort yes. of looking at impossibility and having to behave regardless. Mm. Mm, absolutely. It does all very much feel like the kind of things that happen to other people, people in great legends, great adventurers and such. Yes. 
It is true. I have read many tales of such, but um, I did not think I would be part of them. Although we could hardly call us heroes of, um, of a sort, even though we have felled many people. Yes, that's true. Hmm. Hopefully our actions are matched out quite well. Well, I do think that um, you are you're rising up to the challenge quite well. I thought I'd, I'd let you know. I think the way you've come with your magic and everything is excellent, although, um, oh, uh, I don't know, uh, you, you think well of your own magic? It, it, it does look a little bit ominous, mm. but magic can look that way. I suppose so, which is strange to me. It has made more sense to me of late. After late, b before we, we left Barovia, after people spoke that this is a magic that is borrowed from others, which makes sense. It has been given to me by a collective for a time. I believe I should be able to keep it. So it has made more sense now that I understand it has never been anything that has been within me. There's been something that I have been given. It's hmm. part of bargain. I see. Well, I guess as long as it it will follow your will and you can shape it as you wish, then it then it is yours in a way, and hopefully it is not. Hopefully it's not a it's it's a boon. It's not anything that's bad. It seems good. Hmm. None of my magic has. He kind of like looks a bit uncomfortable in himself as he just thinks about like him waking up that morning and not breathing. Um, and he just kind of like takes like a like a deeper breath um, for a moment and then just holds it and then lets it out, exhale, it exhales. And he's like, none of my magic has ever treated me unwell. So that is something to rely on for me, I suppose. I. In many cases, I would fear it, but it came to me in a time when I did not have much. So it is a source of comfort, I suppose, and it is strange, but then everything we've come across has been strange. We're supposedly in hell. Um, so I like looks at um, the Shadowsborn. Um, which like I, I like the shadow spawn because like they're like it's a creature like made of emotion. Um, it would kind of just like be shaping as like Conrad's like inflection changes all the time. Like that just happens all the time. Um, and um, he then looks back at Fall. It is. Mm, it feels like having some sort of purpose. At the same time, it is nothing like your Sevia's um magics or um intonations or things that she can summon up nor what Beatrice can do nor what you can do so it is a tool I shall find a good way to hone it I have ideas and I have been spoken to so perhaps once I make more progress on that then I shall find a better way of using it 
If I can create shadow spawn, what else can I make? He's like, he's like, he like, um, looks down and then like looks up at full with that horrible grin that he does sometimes. <laughs> Excellent created prime. What could I make? Uh, hmm. <laughs> the individual that we met before, Arkan, had an army. You would desire something like an army. Would that not be useful? With the things we keep being flung into? I mean, technically so. I just kids really get for. <laughs> Someone mm. else to fight your war for you? I do find to have a difficulty with the idea of making others to do that which we wish not to. What if it was like Prime? Prime was not a creature of much sentience. It was already dead and reshaped. So there is no moral concern over what a living might feel, surely. And then Connery kind of like, um, he is like just looking at this pretty, very chill. And then he kind of like looks over at full. And I will do an insight check, I suppose. Um, which is a 16. <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what does full look like for a 16? As Connery um, kind of like pauses and sort of like, huh. Full is kind of like uncomfortable at the idea. Mm. Um, and like, like they're not quite sure where they stand, but they know that they're uncomfortable with this. Yeah, and that's that's what Conrad kind of gets, like pauses. And he's like, "Hmm," and then sort of like, um, for the viewers, things back on when Exley before Exley left, and he was telling Conrad, "Uh, I could t- try to teach you how to do these things, but I don't think the rest of the party would like you very much because they don't like me very much about these sorts of things." And then he thinks about Bull and Siva being peeved at Exley before Exley got yeeted. <laughs> and then he, so this kind of like all goes through like Conrad's brain the same way he calculates everything. Um, and then, which would probably to fall be like 10 seconds of silence. So he's like, but that is just, that is just a, a silly, silly thing to imagine. What that matters now is making sure we're all safe and keep taking care of each other, right? Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> and uh, uh, yes, it's good to think about how our skills can um, help to do that. Yes, precisely. Uh, hmm. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to know that your magic is no great burden or anything. I was a little curious about what was going on there. I... I don't think it is. So that is how I will have to get through it, I suppose. <laughs> Who knows how long it will be with me. Indeed. Well, I hope you know that you can um, speak to any of the other magic users about any concerns or any advice you're looking for. I may. I do not seem to have the same stamina as others do. I only mm. seem to have a small well of power to draw from. Oh, yes, uh, I'm quite the, similar. 
Yes. The um Pilks the Shadow Strawn. Uh it can only be here for a short time, so perhaps with practice shall be mm. useful. Yes, yes, I think generally um the more practice you get, the more spells that you, you can possible to use and such. Yes. Oh. Oh yes, um quickly, one one other matter. Um so Beatrice just before she raised she raised that she is kind of beginning to coin on to the fact that uh, we might be uh, related. And I wasn't quite sure whether to like confirm it or not. It felt like gossipy, like, I don't know, like a breach of trust if I said, yes, yes, that's true. So I just kind of went all sneaky and was like, oh, like, I don't know, what do you think? Oh, like trying to like indirectly, like, yeah, I didn't want to like say it behind your back. So like, what is your general like thoughts on like how open we want to be about that? Connor looks a bit taken aback. Um, and um, like, instead of just like, he's kind of like, because he usually has an expression of either he's just like pissy or he looks quite like relaxed in a sort of a, a, an arranged way, but he just kind of looks like, huh? Um, and, um, and then he sort of like, uh, looks down like he's like trying to like ask himself that question. Um, and then kind of, uh, looks back up at four. I, uh, what time is there in it? I do not see if you do not think there is any concern of it. It makes no difference. We're not on, we're not home. Yes, that's true. Yes, it is a bit of a, a bit of a complex relationship. But I thought, I suppose, um, Beatrice knowing doesn't matter, and it's. I'll wager her opinion of it, it I, is of what either it is. of us does not will not change regardless. Also, she probably already no. knows by this point. Interesting. Yes, yes, I think she's curious. She's curious. Mm. She was interested though. Yes, indeed. She was I assassin for some time. Ooh, that's true. I hope she never had anything to do with Serata. Probably not. I can't Maybe imagine that... that she would care to take out any old hits or anything on us, no. on the, the party or anything. Perhaps not. Would have had a good opportunity to do it many a time before anyway. Well, I mean, I can take care of myself. So can you. Yes, that's right. I think. Um... <laughs> but no, I think once we get back home, it might be something to have us more of a think about. Uh, yes, yes. What are your and everything. expectation of home? It's difficult to think about. I think um, he looks a little shy for a moment. And he says, I think I would most like to go, go live uh, with Sevia and maybe leave Serata. Ah, I see. Live in what sense? Uh, as companion, I don't know. 
Oh, well, as a couple, hopefully. <laughs> hmm. Not married, surely. Oh, it's a, it's a little early for that. Well, yes, I suppose not. You're commoners in a sense. Hmm. Yes. Good. Well, that is um interesting. It is um good that both of you have found one another in these circumstances. Oh, I'm glad that you think so. It's certainly not anything I expected. Hmm. Yes. You fight more surely when you're trying to protect her. Hmm. Yes, I suppose that's true. <laughs> hmm. Good. Oh, but if, um, perhaps you could also come live in Dorum. I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, if you, um, I know that you don't wish to be in Sarata anymore. Perhaps you could come live in the city. I am not certain. I do not have much gold to... Hmm. We shall see. Yeah. I have amassed yes. fortune, so perhaps... We shall see. Sevia surprisingly suggested the same thing. Oh. Not living That's with her, obviously. Thank goodness. <laughs> but spending time. I, I have never been nice. to Dorum. Likewise, I think. Yes, I think it would be nice, I mean, just in general, to have the party together once we're all back home. But um, yes, I would like to provide a place uh, for you to stay, a home maybe. Card looks quite, um, again, he still looks quite baffled, but he looks quite small. Um, <laughs> I shall consider. Hmm, that is, Excellent. um, thing to think of, yes. Uh, hmm. Good. Excellent. <laughs> yes, have a think about it. All right, I'll, uh, I'll leave you to your little vehicle thing. Yes, I, um, um, some parts came bent, so I'm hoping this is doing the right thing. We shall find hmm. out. <laughs> Hopefully, if uh, keep hitting it off the hammer and maybe it'll come good. Possibly. That's, uh, I'm hoping that is the right direction. Well, we'll, we'll work something out for every boy. He says to the shadow spawn. <laughs> mm. uh, yes. Well, um, enjoy your uh, evening um, rest. Mm. canoodling i don't know what it is you do um yes have have good time holding hand or something um yes thank you okay good <laughs> just <laughs> bang, bang 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 yeah that foreheads back to uh sevia all right. And probably like um be distracting her by like talking about like certain like um acrobatics moves and like how they might how you like work around having horns in them and such. It's like, let me tell you about acrobatics. Sevia's like chin in hands, just listening to full talk. And then will periodically, like out of the corner of her eye, see the goo forest. 
and just kind of be like, uh, <laughs> I hate this place. And then also periodically, we'll probably catch a glimpse of Beatrice and Conrad giving them stink faces in the corner, being like, you two are fucking disgusting. And just be like, like sits up straight and like, you know, tries to be like, mm-hmm. Yes, no, yes, mm-hmm, very, yes, mm-hmm. And then we'll periodically just go back to little chin hands. Just, like, happy to listen to fall talk. Yep. That's so what cute. she do. <laughs> All right. I will um say also before people settle down entirely for the evening, um, Card will eventually <laughs> stop whatever he's doing <laughs> attempting to do and he will kind of stride over to Mordenkind and 2.0 and be like um not Mordenkind yes. can I speak for a bit of course what would you like to discuss he kind of like looks around um like you your original version is experienced in traveling, yes, between existences, as yes. he puts it. Very yes. much so. You have same knowledge? Yes, I have uh, I have all of his knowledge up to the point at which we up to the point at which I was created. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Question. It is possible, as we have witnessed, apparently, to travel between existences. We went to a place with large lizard, and now here. Um, and there are different circumstances. We were fighting um, that woman that turned up after the um, giant child thing that we destroyed uh, was felled. Um, and she also changed, moved us to here or near, close to here. Um, that you nor your original do not know, um, apart from what we have told you. My question is, we came from Barovia and then moved to Sigil, I believe it was. Yes. Is there a way to... He's like considering things very carefully. If there were other parties looking to move between plane, would there be a way to make it easier for them? Theoretically, of course. I am no scholar of magic. It is certainly possible. Mm. Um, the risk with the uh... Domains of Dread falls in that it is not always easy to depart from them. Mm. They, are, they are often uh, very dependent upon the mists and what they are bound to in a particular domain. Um, I see. So if some presence, some person, group of peoples, wish to part, seek passage elsewhere, that would be difficult, yes. 
Yes, it would. Hmm. Interesting. You would theoretically know how to do so? Hypothetically to, speaking, of course. To an extent. I'm merely curious. I do not have much understanding of magic, and I always wish to have more. Now, I've just rolled a 27 on insight for him. Oh. <laughs> uh, Conrad is clearly asking about something that he doesn't know a lot about, but you you can get what I'm like. So he probably wouldn't I, be able to know that like some patron has asked Conrad yes. to do this, but it's someone that has more knowledge than he does. Yes. I, in knowing what I have asked of Conrad as yeah, yeah, his yeah. patron, <laughs> know yes. what you're getting at. Mordenkainen doesn't, yeah, yeah. like, Mordenkainen, outside of casting a uh, telepathic bond, which I don't think he can do. No, he's only got it as a ritual. But oh, yeah. outside, which means that he can't cast it because he doesn't have a spell book on him because he's just a oh, simulacrum. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, other, oh, otherwise, he would have set up the hut. Uh, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, he is very intelligent and very wise, so he does yeah. <laughs> have uh, decent insight. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, I do not know what you are planning, Conrad, or what you have been, what has been asked of you. But I must warn you that uh, you should be careful in what you. Um, what deals you make and what you unleash upon the planes in the fulfillment of those deals. I have no immediate plans on, on any of these sorts of things. I am curious, though. Everyone seems to work for someone. Indeed. Thank you for the conversation. Of course, any time. If there's anything you need to discuss further, then I will be here. I shall do so. I appreciate it. I may talk on this again, though perhaps not. Have a good evening. And you as well, Conrad. He strides off. <laughs> Go and find his little patch to have a nap in. Just very quickly, <clears throat> Beatrice, this entire time, has been, she's organising her weaponry, cleaning it, sharpening it, sort of refletching arrows, but the entire time she is muttering under her breath in a language other than common. That's all she does. She doesn't interact with anyone else. What language? <laughs> yes, this may yes. be important. Does anyone else speak whatever <laughs> language this is? She's muttering in Dwarvish. Okay. No. No. <laughs> Beatrice is safe. Mordenkainen speaks Dwarvish. What do your elf ears hear? <laughs> You you don't need to elaborate on what 
what she's saying. But yes, Mordenkainen uh, speaks Dwarvish, so he would understand what you're saying. Sneaky little DM message. We'll see. This, this Mordenkainen might be gone by the time that you uh, get back to actual Mordenkainen, so actual Mordenkainen might not... Mordenkainen. Yeah. I'm morbid. Hmm. All right. So, you all get your rest for, for the evening. Uh, so you all get your long rest. You all regain all your hit points other than the, uh, the simulacrum. Um, you all... Anyone who is suffering from exhaustion regain uh loses one level of exhaustion uh, and yeah you awake the next morning and i imagine get on your way rather quickly unless there's anything people want to discuss in the morning not particularly Yep, I'm all good. Uh, Just to confirm, uh, just for me as a player, the whole thing we're doing is we're going to uh, Bell's fort because we need to talk to him about potentially something he has. His fort. Yes, I was going to say one correction. His forge. Not fort. Forge. We're going to his forge to talk to him about something he could do for Arkin. Oh, we need an orb. We need yes. an orb. Yes, yeah. we're going to get we're going to get the orb. That's what we're doing. And Arkin yes. said potential leverage is um if we can take down the current like Zariel in charge. I'll give him any info on that, which I'm like, ooh, it's a tough one, so yeah. A mighty fetch quest, that's for sure. <laughs> the mighty fetch quests that might feed into other personal quests. Just, just maybe, maybe. Just, just maybe. The party all stare at Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, can I get someone to roll me a D four? Sure. That's a one. One. Okay, so Hell is being relatively kind to you today, as it only takes an hour of driving before you uh, begin to see a gargantuan volcano, which dominates the horizon. Clouds of fire and ash spew from its caldera, and the air trembles with its angry grumblings. A vast, multi-layered fortress has been hewn into the volcano's rocky slopes. And you are here at the forge. Oh, that's certainly impressive. As Conrad, as he dismounts his um bike. I will note every single time he dismounts the bike, it's like he's dismounting a horse. <laughs> he just doesn't know how to use it properly. Oh. Yes, it's rather um grand. 
Yes. Well, no matter. Now we have to talk to a devil, demon, whatever. Get some or get the orb for Arkham. Uh, devil, do not make that mistake in there with Bell. Oh, will not, okay. He will not hesitate to kill you and raise you where you stand just to kill you again. I feel like this is um, <laughs> Darby's way of making us stop getting the devil and demon wrong. I've already forgotten. No, this is, <laughs> this, is, this, is very much, this is very much consistent with Bell's character. He yeah. would kill you and raise you where <laughs> you stand just to kill you again. Oh, that sounds like a, I can think of a much better use of one's time, but I suppose if that's uh, how he takes things, then fine. All right, then, devil. You see, see just it. you see just outside of the uh, the the uh, the keep, uh, there are two horned devils uh, leading uh, a contingent of ten barbed devils yeah. that seem to be guarding the place. Four question: Are these similar yes. to what your your kind are like? I do not know much of tieflings. Uh, I mean, we uh, hmm, we vary a lot. <laughs> we're not I like see. proper devils. We're just uh, got some heritage from them. Oh, of course. Well, you know, all humans are different, but um, I'm just curious. There are not many um, tea yes, things yes, in um, no. Serrata, apart from on occasion, clearly. Hmm. So, hmm. Yes, yes, no, they look like a full uh, devils. They're not, uh, not tieflings, I don't think. I see. We can, we can uh, have some variation, I suppose. I like was curious. Was, as, well, yes. there was a bird folk like Beatrice before. Yes, true. There seems to be a range of different people here. Hmm. Trapped in hell. Certainly different from uh, many gloomy humans in Barovia and... Um, well, not much, really, in the other place. Mm. Dinosaurs and such. Yes. Yes, interesting. Hmm. Full does not look wild about talking about this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of like looks so appropriate, and again, kind of does it like, ah, oh, hmm. It probably wasn't like a, a sensible thing to ask. <laughs> it doesn't say anything. He just puts his hand in his head like, so we're going in? What are we, what's the plan of attack? What are we doing? Well, um, hopefully this should be, you know, sort of similar to when we spoke to Arkad and we just have to tell this bell, devil, that um, we want to do a service for him and uh, he hopefully will not attempt to burn us alive. Uh, do a service does. for him. I see. Yes. Well, Should we like to throw in a spin about hating like the current arch devil or something. That could like, work. Yes. They're terrible at their job and stuff, and then they will probably, they'll probably agree, unless it's very transparent. Or we just say that we need the orb for something, and we would uh, like to trade in service or something true i suppose be ready to run if he turns around and goes oh you want the orb well time to die 
<laughs> Surely the less complicated, the better. It's not we confusing. Yes, yes, I suppose so. Depends Beatrice on how... like, looks straight at four when she says, let's not confuse things. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> ouch. It was just a suggestion. The information we'll give it. It depends on the person. Some individuals prefer the more complicated things, the better. <laughs> we shall see how this devil takes this. Okay, onwards. One of the horn devils, as you approach, is, uh, uh, swoops down and gets right in your collective faces. Uh, so, who are you to walk upon the crowns of the mighty bell? Hail, we are adventurers from another land. <laughs> we seek an audience with Bell, if it may please him and yourselves. You seek an audience with Bell? Yes, as great a lord as he is. And what do you expect to gain from this audience? We have question of which we would do service <laughs> in response. So you've come to make a deal then, have you? Yes, we bear no ill will. We hope we do not seek any need in return. Lord Bell might be amenable to this. Good. You can come through. We thank you. And kind of like nods, um, and then like does like a little bow, uh, which looks very funny and stiff. <laughs> all right. So you all enter the forge. Um, now, you do you notice that. Upon entering the forge, it is incredibly hot. Um, like, it is... Uh, what does that translate to? What is... So it's... Between... Uh, between 55 and 65 degrees Celsius. Uh, <laughs> that's worse than Australia, actually. Yeah, yes. it is. It's it's worse than our worst heat waves. We are very hot. Uh, yep. And yeah. Um, so da, 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 da. the extreme heat. Uh, whenever a creature uh, is exposed to the heat without access to drinkable water, must succeed on a saving throw at the end of each hour or gain one level of exhaustion. DC determined by the amount of time spent in the heat. Hopefully you're not in here for an hour. Hopefully not. Regardless, I don't think, especially our humans, would be looking too great. No. No. 
I don't think we'd be doing too well. Maroon's trying to continue to straddle him, but he's like, <laughs> it's that very obviously of him being like, I am uh, totally fine. I'm big boy. No. Meanwhile, <laughs> oh, sweat's dripping off his nose. Yeah, oh, absolutely. His like, shirt's like sticking to his entire body. Like, he's just, he's regretting wearing leather pants. It's all right. There's little mesh holes. There's little mesh parts in it. It's fine. Yeah, there's panels. He's fine. <laughs> the chafing's going to be terrible. <laughs> so, as you descend into the fort itself, you, little man. a wrought iron spiral staircase descends into a cavernous forge. Channels of bubbling lava wind through the complex casting fiery light over huge anvils. Chained giants with coal black skin and fiery orange hair hammer out weapons under the malignant gaze of a pit fiend seated in a flying throne. Throughout the forge, sparks fall like rain. Hail and well met. We are adventurers seeking to speak with you. Well, that much is evident. You see, um, his eyes have a, uh, a darkness to them with glowing beads of orange at their center. Uh, his... He is very much the archetypical devil, um, and he wears a pair of golden pauldrons and a golden chest plate in the uh, design of... You're not sure entirely what kind of creature it is. It might be some infernal creature, it might be draconic in nature, um, but around his waist he has hanging... Uh, several deceased human heads. And he sits upon a stone throne. Uh, um... What is it that you want? And more importantly, what are you willing to give up? Yet it is. Um, we are seeking for an orb of... Sevia would remember if the orb had a name. I cannot. I think it was just an orb of power. Orb, orb of, of Dragonkind. Dragon yes. Yes, thank you. We are seeking for an orb of dragonkind. Really? How was it that you came about an inkling that I may or may not have such an object in my possession? Um. Folds his arms and lies back into its throne. It was suggested to us. Oh. 
And who would it have been who had suggested such a thing? Conrad looks looks uh, looks him over. Um. Well, uh, we spoke to um, Arkan. He said you might be interested in trade. We could do something for you. Ah, that Wanderer of Tiamat. I'm sure that he has some illusions that he, as her champion, should have it in his own possession. Honestly, I don't really care beyond the fact that I have it and he doesn't. Hmm. I might be able to offer it in trade for something. Souls are always good. But this, this is powerful. I would probably need multiple souls. It's... Unless, of Where course... would you recommend we obtain them? <laughs> I'm going to need payment up front, I'm afraid. Which means only your own will do. Um... Might there be something else we might be able to do for you? Oh, it is certainly possible. If we were to get rid of a certain trouble for you. Which one? Former Archduke of Hell had many, many troubles. This makes sense. Politics are very, very dangerous. And much, much bother as well. We have sights set on some that may be mutually beneficial. Oh, so it isn't just a blank check that I can just send you off to someone in particular that you are offering me. If there is particular that you wish us to investigate, we can look into this. We are amassing quite many deals at this point. I would like to hear who you have in mind first, considering you are clearly thinking of someone. We have heard tell of a current of someone that might be the largest thorn in your side at this current point. And How you... has this hell been governed since you were no you, since you have been no longer in charge of it? I think My I good get Lord. your drift. But I think I need a name. Make sure we are on the same page. Pro looks back at Sevia, Full, and Beatrice. Um, Sevia just kind of. Her eyes are wide, but she nods. And. 
then she'll also look at Beatrice <laughs> and check if she yeah. nods. <laughs> Paul will just be like, whisper like, I'm confused, are we talking about like the current archdemon or that person that... that was... <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about. Beatrice sort of looks at everyone else for a moment and then looks up and steps, takes like a step forward within the group. Says, I too have things that I wish to do to Zario. Mustn't utter that name again. For I of do not want not. to be implicated into anything. Of course not. But it would be incredibly beneficial to me if that devil were to meet with some form of bad end. <laughs> it may very well be that. Uh, such a thing would be worth granting powerful artifact in exchange for Good. Then hypothetically speaking, we might be able to help each other out. Indeed. You secure more power for me and I will give you your excellent so word as stated secure more power for you whatever that may entail and we receive orb yes plaything for you and desired item for Arkan However, it should be noted that if I am implicated in this at all, word got out that this was a deal that I made to have someone assassinated, then that might not be looked upon too kindly by Asmodeus. Oh, certainly not. Which may lead to me not getting the power that I desire. We Do won't. You understand my drift. I think it is crystal clear, as they say. Do you not agree, compatriots? Absolutely. The utmost discretion will be used. Yes, of course. Hmm. I've had my sights set. For a very long time. Tis always good to make use of the tools available. It just so happens that perhaps we may be those tools. Will there be a way to contact you beyond returning here? If things are turning in your favor? Or shall you seek us out if, um... The favor is uh, most decisive. I should be 
be able to seek you out. Good. We shall expect to see you soon, then. I would advise you. The Cypriax, a creature captured in the blood war, a demon of untold knowledge and rendered mad by it. It rests or lies at the base of the river Styx. There, if you seek it, it may impart with you the knowledge of how to succeed in your task. As a demon, it has no such bounds to this plane as I do. Need not be impartial or partial to one side or the other. It need not. Remain free from implication. So it may be a bit more helpful. It is commoner to a lord, as is what you are saying. It has no horse in this race. It has no care of the politics of Avenus. What does Avenus and its goings-on impact the decisions of the Abyss, other than our constant war? Soldiers do not care who the king of the opposing army is. They just know that that's where their enemy's orders come from. Makes sense, yes. Good. Then we shall see what we can do for you. Hypothetically speaking, of course. Of course. Now, is there anything else you need while you are in my uh, presence? Is there anything that you would give as gift that what? might assist with obtaining the result you seek. <laughs> Not as gifts. But time might be amenable to a trade. You can probably tell I create a great many uh, magical items in this forge. Hmm. Yes, it is certainly impressive and hot. If you need any arms, I certainly bolster those. 
Uh, Kara kind of like looks back over like the the forge and then like the the distance and like everything going on around him, and he kind of like um just looks a bit tense as his like hand kind of just reaches to where the um the rapier that he has um is still at his side, and then he just kind of like just looks a bit jittery because it's like um and then he's like I do not seek anything. You are unwillingly bound to that rapier, aren't you? And that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Oh, interesting. Somebody is <laughs> taking it out. Oh, <laughs> nice. Hey, well, well. A devil is going to know. A, a, a devil who works and makes magical weapons is going to know a magical weapon with a curse when he sees it. Yeah. Crowd's gonna be like, stop, tell, stop saying I'm cursed, everyone. Why does everyone say this every time? <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.